Greg, Zoom, I miss you. I love you. Please come back. <laughs> Healthiest damn relationship I've ever had. Anyways. Um, was it though? With Zoom? I didn't like Zoom that much. I kind of liked it. I mean, I liked that you could change the playback speed and see like when they did the transcript thing, that was really cool. So, you know, overall, oh, not yeah. a bad video call, video recording situation. Just Probably my favorite. Huh? Just cost money. Yeah. Just stupid. So, anyways, we're taking donations now to get back to Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you feel so inclined, um, Venmo. Just Venmo us. No cash. PayPal. PayPal, card, (laughs) Zelle. Literally any form of payment. Social security number and bank account. That works, too. If you're offering. (laughs) Exactly. Um. No, but welcome back. Hello. We're here. Surprise, Shadi. Um, but you didn't expect that. Uh. <laughs> um. Okay, so this week we wanted to talk about love languages, and oh, we're just getting and, right into it. Oh, absolutely. Um. Normally we would do our little updates. Not gonna lie, my life is a little same old, same old right now. Yeah. I have kids I did. that say to grades and I do not want to do those. Yes, Kylie. Um, I have I have an update. I this is the thing I was telling you about. Um, I did a spit take on accident last night on Sydney. It was really bad. Like in the middle of the bar, this guy was behind me. And so Sydney does usually does this thing where she does like elbows, like get him out of the way, like, kick him back, and so I was kind of doing that, but I was drinking my Long Island at the same time, and then I think he kind of bumped me, and I was already kind of, like, laughing, and I, like, turned to Sydney, and I went, ew, like, <laughs> perfectly on her face, and I just went, shit, um, and it was around, like, my five newer friends, too, and they all just were, like, like, nobody did anything until Cindy was like, it's fine. Um, yeah, that was my most embarrassing moment um, and biggest update of the last two weeks that I really just wanted to share some document. I think, I think it was worth it. So you're welcome for that. Okay. Thank you for sharing your embarrassing moment, Kylie. Now on to Lauren. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so I don't know. I don't feel like I have – I mean, I have – enough knowledge on the love languages to understand that it's the five so we have quality time words of affirmation gift giving uh acts of service uh, acts of service and physical touch you can tell which ones aren't the ones i invest my time and which one i yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so i don't know i feel like they're all pretty self-explanatory it is good to note that your ones that you give are not always the ones you receive. Okay, that part. was a question I wanted to bring up. So you can get onto that later too. But okay. Um, but just like to preface, like it's not the same. Um, or it can be, but it doesn't have to be. And yeah. then but yeah, they are pretty self explanatory. Words of affirmation doesn't need to be so um surface level either. 
like usually there are more um, in-depth words that people enjoy hearing. It's not, you look pretty today. It's, wow, yeah. you did great on this or you work yeah. really Like that's the kind. Um, physical touch, that one's very self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. But of course, oh, but I will that say, can be platonic too. Wait, what'd you say? I said that could be platonic. Physical like, touch still? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I wanted to say, oh, God, dang it, I forgot what I was going to say. Continue. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I feel like my train of thought just like rammed your train of thought and like T-boned it. fine. I'm used to seventh (laughs) graders, so this is easy. Okay, we're back to it. So, um, (laughs) quality time. That one's pretty self-explanatory. Again, it can be um, very platonic. Um, These, like, love languages don't have to be romantic love in any way. Um... Quality time, people also do, like, really subtle types of, I don't know if subtle is the right word, but very simple types of quality time. Like, going to get coffee is a quality time that a lot of people enjoy. Um, what was the other one? Access so, acts of service. Those are literally anywhere from just, like, going to run errands and, like, for someone to getting them a coffee. I always think of coffee. I don't know why. I do know why I'm obsessed with coffee. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Uh, that's self-explanatory, um, actually. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm not really into acts of service, so if you are, I really want to hear about that one. Yeah. Um, I definitely. It's definitely up there. Like, I don't have much on that one. But and then gift giving. That one's very self-explanatory. Like, just mm-hmm. giving anything. Yeah. Um. I do remember what I was gonna say specifically about physical touch, but I think you kind of touched on it, so I think that's why it like left my mind. Like, when you're saying, like, it can be platonic, too, I was also just going to say, like, that whether it's platonic or romantic, like, even just in the romantic realm, like, that doesn't have to necessarily mean, like, something so intimate. It could literally just be, like, like, super subtle or, like, just very little things. Right, like, I know with teachers, I've seen it with, um, especially special special education teachers, they are really into the, more of a calming touch, so physical touch is like, oh, a hand on the arm, a hand on the shoulder, it's not, I have to give you a hug, I have to hold your hand, all of that, right. so it can really vary, um, and then, I was going to say also that your romantic and your platonic love languages could also be different because I okay. made that for me. I was also going to see that. I was going to ask you that too. And I do want to know, do you have like, like, did you like look in, do you just know that they aren't or like, have you looked into it and like, like, is there I, re- not research, but like maybe to like back up that like your platonic isn't may not be the same as your romantic and the one that you like to receive isn't necessarily the one that you like to give because like I feel Uh, like I've that not battled with that like it's some big deep like dilemma but like it's definitely been like maybe one of them is like underlying actually all of them and I'm almost like maybe just I don't know like Oh, I see. Reluctant to do with other, like, for example, physical touch. Like, I think that goes really, that's a big one for me, especially in like romantic relationships, right? So it's like, but it's like, I don't usually do that with my friends. Yeah, same. So I don't hug my friends a lot, but like at the same time, I think there's like a level of like, 
okay, what if these people don't like to be hugged, like, when they're going through something? So it's, like, is it affected by, like, social circumstances or, like, the person? I don't know if you have an answer. I'm treating you like you're some, like, freaking (laughs) psychologist right now. (laughs) I... I think overall, everyone has probably like the same number one, because I think that just is how you, that's more of a personality thing. I have seen research where, or not like research, research, but like a couple articles and maybe some TikToks, that kind of research. Our amateur research. Yes. On how the one you receive and the one you give is different. So that one's pretty set in stone. Okay. Platonic versus romantic. I just gone off of my own personal experience because I'm the same way with physical touch. Yeah. Like when it's a romantic thing, like I'm more into it than platonic. Right. Touch. But I also feel like that's normal. I think that is normal because I think with romance, romance, romantic relationships, you usually have that level of intimacy that you don't with other people mm-hmm. and that like yeah. with touch and that's just kind of natural. Yeah. But that's a me thing. Yeah. You're saying I, it could be someone else's thing, but mine's very much a me thing because I don't really like hugs. Yeah. Well, like, I'm well aware, Lauren. I am well aware. But, but the, like, even with, like, my parents, I'm like, eh. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how – the thing is, like, I think for me, physical touch is, like, like, it's a very common thing when I'm in a relationship because I think, like, kind of what you were saying, like, that level of intimacy. And I think, like, the physical is a lot, like, more – I feel like this might – I don't want this to come out sounding weird. But, like, I think physical intimacy, like, means a lot more, like, in a relationship because it's, like, you can't do the same things that you do with your friends. You know, but, like, it's, like, you can, you know, you're going to use a lot more of, like, the same words and, like, have a lot more of the same conversations. But it's, like, you're not going to go and, like, hold hands with your guy friends when you're hanging out like you would, like, if that's your thing, like, in a relationship. You're not going to go, I sure as hell hope you're not going to go cuddle with all your friends this like, same amount but you're not just no I, yeah, I understand what you're before saying. I get like too far gone into that no and I think that's a pretty obvious thing I think it goes back to what we were talking about in the last one with those four out of five of those love languages are very kind of friendship platonic level yeah and you need, I need that like a list friendship. of them yeah I know you need that good friendship base mm-hmm in a relationship, in a romantic relationship. So that fifth one with physical touch kind of brings it a step up. Yeah. Um, so I get that. I totally get what you're saying because it usually people, I think people have a pretty common understanding that physical touch is more of a romantic thing. However, yeah. some people are cuddly with their friends. Yeah, which nothing wrong with it at all. But I feel like I feel like physical touch is just so much more dependent on like the individual the person. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I won't go and hug my mom or my dad like unless I'm really going through something. 
Right. And like, I'll be sobbing already. And my mom will literally have to be like, Kylie, do you want a hug? And then I'll shake my head now. And she'll be like, are you sure? And I'm like, I need a hug. (laughs) But that's like the only time. So it's like literally happens maybe like four times a year. Now it's more often because I never see them. But like, right. I don't hug my friends unless like, I know they just naturally like hugging or if I haven't seen them in forever. Right. No, I just I could talk about the physical touch one all day. I just because it no, it's so very interesting, and yeah. I I don't know, and it's also like it's a big one for me. So right, um, when it comes to I guess the ranking of what yours are, and let's just do like very overall. Like, don't we don't have to get into like which one's your romantic, which one's your all right. I feel like I might naturally like get into it though not like super in depth but because I guess my bottom two probably always stay the same it's my top two that might kind of yeah I might change depending I feel like mine have kind of just been juggling all over the place recently like I feel like obviously the past couple of years I've kind of like I'm going to say transform because that's a little strong of a word, but like I've kind of like come back into my own after like some different like experiences and stuff. Right. So I feel like things are changing now, but yeah. Anyways, let's get into yours. What are your bottom two? My bottom two are acts of service and. <laughs> get a list okay. I know well I can't think of it because I never think of it acts of service and um gift giving words gifts okay so like I'm gonna just say everything I prefer to give I guess I'm gonna actually get into it too I prefer to give gifts when it, like as my giving but I don't really necessarily want to receive them yeah so I guess that's one thing um acts of service don't care about it. I mean, I care about it a little, I guess, every once in a while, but like, right. I, I mean, do my own stuff. And I think, yeah, I'm that's how like you know that. that. Yeah. I mean, that's like, how you know that someone's like aware of more than just themselves is if they do like acts of service every now and then. I, I guess like. I'll give that if someone receives it well. Yeah. I am a, I will do it myself because I get it done how I want yeah. it done. Um, that's true. Which not that I don't appreciate it. It's just very low. Yeah. Um, my top three, physical touch. And then two is quality time. And I think number one is words of affirmation. And I just realized that one was number words one. Words of affirmation is your yeah. number one. Okay, interesting. It was quality time. Yeah. So I realized as a people pleaser with anxiety, <laughs> <laughs> really appreciate when someone is able to look at me and go oh my gosh you're doing a great job on this yeah oh I can see you're working hard I can see like I just any of that kind of stuff like it has to be it can be like so little but it just a little bit to kind of keep me going like I noticed it with my kids at school like it when the with the teacher of the month stuff came out that first round and they were just saying like oh I can see she's working hard I was like thank you um, so cute. 
my kids noticing I was at their games this past week and going, oh my God, I saw you. Like, I'm so glad you came or, oh, I want you to come to the game later. Like, it, it just affirms that I am working for them and helping them out. Mm -hmm. Same thing with like my parents, um, Lance, like if they are like, oh, I see you're working hard or, oh, I appreciate you helping me with whatever it was today that I'm just like, thank you. Like for acknowledging that I was there. Right. Effort. Cause I think I'm always like, no one's noticing I'm working hard and this is taking a lot out of me. Or mm-hmm. even if it's not taking a ton out of me, oh, someone noticed that I was able to help them that day or I was able to do something. I I also struggle with always feeling like I'm not productive enough in life. Mm-hmm. So when someone sees that I'm productive, I think that's what gets me going. Yeah, um, for sure. Gets me through the day. Quality time. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that one's pretty self-explanatory. Like I like hanging out with people like I mm-hmm. am social. And then, but maybe it's changed because all my friends have moved away. <laughs> I don't know um and then yeah physical touch that's that one can bounce around when it comes to romantic versus platonic yeah that's all (laughs) I wonder um like how often people's love languages change yeah because I definitely think like with what you just said and like kind of what I was saying earlier like different chapters of your life and like transitions that you go through I think kind of make you re-evaluate not consciously but like kind of reorder them in a way sometimes and I'm just wondering like what I guess kind of like when that happens this is just my brain thinking I'm like like when you're a little kid and you're like living in your parents house um Mm -hmm. and like roughly like up until you're 18 depending on like your situation circumstances like I wonder if there's much change within that or at least when you start getting into like maybe like in your teen years there's a little bit of a change because you're more like okay this is me now I'm not just like yeah like you're not so so attached to your parents yeah but I wonder if it goes from like like when you're a baby to when you're like teen-ish years and then like your teen years are their own teen through like college level ish, maybe post college and then kind of like your adult life. I don't know. Yeah. No, I I feel like those could be the natural transitions. I feel like for me, at least like I didn't used to analyze this before high school really, but it's interesting. Well, I think kids also can be, naturally more into physical touch because they can't speak oh that makes sense or they can't not they can't speak they can't formulate those full thoughts yeah yeah Um, when they're like literal like babies right but some babies don't like that some babies so I don't know I wonder if it depends too on like the parents physical touch like Mm -hmm. not physical touch (laughs) well yeah kind of but like if their love language like just in general especially I think like the moms Mm -hmm. I guess like growing up in those early years like if she's a very like physically nurturing mom or if she's like 
spoils you with gifts. I don't know. Right. No, that's another um, one because some people like grow up thinking money buys love. Right. So. And I don't want to say that's like gift giving is a bad one because it's definitely not. But I mean, any of them can like turn into something bad. But yeah. Or like if you're. I don't know. I feel like acts of service would probably be a little less common when you're younger because it's like I feel like you don't have so much on your own plate to be taken off by. Yeah. Yeah. Other people are like to give it. But I don't know. Giving acts. I was forced to do chores. Giving acts of service was not my favorite growing up. Mine wasn't giving, but I know like receiving that because when I was younger and Lance went through the same thing, if our rooms were just total messes, because I don't know if that was like a way we were expressing some bad emotions as like a five-year-old, but if they were just messy rooms, beds weren't made, yeah, just pigsty, like, and then Tanya would come upstairs and would help us pick it all up, even though it was technically our tour to do, but she saw that it was getting too much. Right. I do remember appreciating that when it happened. Yeah. Like, she did that for Lance um, when he was home for the summer because he was stressed at work and stressed at Mm -hmm. life and all this stuff was happening. And she ended up, like, helping pick up his room. And I was like, oh, she used to do that when we were kids. Like, when your room's a mess, your brain's a mess. Like, I feel like go inside. So the fact that she did that, I was like, huh, I wonder what we were going through as six-year-olds, five-year-olds, whatever, but <laughs> still, like, it was, I appreciated it. Yeah. And I don't know if he did, but I did. So yeah, like, I don't nice. think, yeah, and that's, then I definitely feel like it affects it, because I don't think my mom did that as much, like, the acts of service thing. Mm-hmm. It was definitely, like, she was kind of like, oh, it's your responsibility, like, it's your responsibility. You just, like, like, she didn't, and she would help me fold my laundry, you know, sometimes and like do little little things. Best mom. But like <laughs> the acts of service thing wasn't, I guess, as strongly um as like significant in my household. Yeah. So that's interesting. What are your ranks? Your ranks? Um so I definitely still feel like I'm trying to figure it out because mm-hmm. it just right now it's so scenario driven. I feel like that because I'm going through so many different things that it's not, I don't have a baseline right now. Yeah. I don't really know. Um, But gift giving is, has been, and I think always will be at the bottom. Um, I just, I'm not like, I don't consider myself like a super materialistic person and like my growing up like I feel like we kind of just like had what we needed and we didn't like gifts weren't a huge thing and like even on my dad's side like we don't even do gifts for Christmas we just like spend time together so mm-hmm. I feel like gift giving has always just been one that I'm like Meh. like yeah. yeah I would love something a little little cute flowers or like a coffee but for me that's more of just like oh my gosh like you're thinking of me Mm -hmm. like I could really care less if the flowers were like freaking weeds picked out of like well 
I would hope there was some effort, but like, <laughs> like if they were not my, if they were like my least favorite flower and like always made yeah. me sneeze, like that would make almost no difference than like getting my favorite flower. Yeah. But as I long as like they didn't know that I was like hecka allergic. Right. Yeah. It wasn't malicious, but right. I think that's part of gift giving is it just to acknowledge or just to be like, Oh, they were thinking of me. I don't know if it's yeah. like the quantity part. Right. I guess I would just also like the gift giving part definitely makes me feel, feel like it would make me feel smothered. Mm. Um, like whether it's smothered in like materialistic things or like little things that even just is like almost like a smothering of like thoughts Mm-hmm. Like, oh, whether I'm just like thinking of this like in a romantic setting, and I feel like that's just naturally what I associate it with. But okay. it's like, even if my mom was like, oh, like I got you, I got you like coffee, figured you need it. I'd be like, oh my gosh, thanks, mom. And then if the next week she was like, oh, I got you some flowers, I got you this, I got you that, I'd be like, oh, now I owe you or something. You. Yeah. It would just be a lot. I just feel like I would feel very smothered, but yeah. Um, next one. Moving up in the rank. I have my little like post it on my screen, so I'm looking down at that. Um I think my next one this one's hard. Probably because I I would normally say words of affirmation. But that's one that I feel like has changed a lot recently. So I think now acts of service is my number four. Okay. But I still really like acts of service. It's just not as frequent. Like I don't want it as frequently because it's kind of the same of like, like I appreciate like when someone's considerate and like thoughtful enough to like know what I have on my plate, be like, hey let me take something off of this for you. But at the same time, like if that person does it so much or like takes off like big things, then I'm just like, am I, am I not capable? Like, Oh yeah. And I'll do it myself. And like, I feel like that's not a healthy mindset to have, but at the same time, it's kind of like if my mom is taking so much off my plate, it's like, do you think that I can't handle this? Like, please leave it on either so that I can learn and grow from it or, like, actually, like, ask for help when I need it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so acts of service is I, – I really like little things. I like laundry, folding laundry, doing dishes. Somebody wants to take that off my plate. Uh, Yeah, any day. Um, What's my next one? I feel like this is taking so long. This is what my mind – looks like on the daily um I think my my next one would probably be words of affirmation because it's still not not my favorite but I think recently especially like coming up here and not having like super close friends I don't get a lot of encouragement And I feel like I was a little bit spoiled with that, Um, like, just in college and, like, high school and just growing up around people that either, like, I was already just, like, 
naturally more affirmed or I had like my mom who would be like you're doing great Kylie or my dad being like wow you're kicking ass or like even just like whenever I would do things and be around people and like just I would feel like I had a lot more like encouragement and then now I'm like I don't know these people I clearly don't want them to be like you're a badass Kylie I would be like how the heck do you what I'm like how do you know (laughs) yeah I'm like yeah thank you I am but like "Mm, what um so I yeah so that was like I had like a little bit of a meltdown when I was calling my mom and I was like I don't get encouragement like from anywhere else so like oh I was like because I'm not talking to my dad I don't expect encouragement from like Cassie she's got so much on her plate and also I'm like she's my younger sister which doesn't like necessarily mean anything because she's still like my best friend but like I don't if she was giving me encouragement I would almost feel like I'm not doing good enough for her yes that's that older sibling saw, thing. yeah yep. if she saw that I needed encouragement I would be like okay Kylie we've got to step up our game like mm-hmm. we're clearly not doing that which is not it at all like and I know like if Cassie and she doesn't give it to me often so I think she knows that I probably don't like it coming from her but like if she were to be like you know Kylie like you're doing great I'd be like okay gonna go cry yep but thank you but yep. also need to step it up so because you always have to be the role model right which I think ties into what you were saying, like, it kind of gives motivation, but, like, at the same time, it's almost, like, a scary motivation. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I don't love words of affirmation, but I I think right now, like, I need it more than I'm getting it, or, like, I don't yeah. have the normal balance that I'm used to. So, I <laughs> called my mom, I was, like, where we were just talking and she gave me like a list of things that I needed to like be aware of and like do, which is like great and fine. And like, I appreciate her looking out for me, mm-hmm. but I would like got no encouragement from that call. And I was like, Whew. so I called her back. I was like, mom, um, I'm going to cry when I say this, but I really need this. And so, yeah, that was, that was a big like switch up one. Mm-hmm. Um, like that one I could get into that one too but anyways um my so my second one right now second one's quality time and I feel like what was your first one physical touch oh sorry I thought we already did that one go you just ruined that no I'm kidding it's gonna be such a surprise such a freaking surprise you know what when abby lee does her pyramid everybody knows who's on the top after we she's whipped off pyramid. everyone else we should have done a pyramid we really should have do you want to cancel this no okay <laughs> everyone listening just imagine a pyramid in your head okay so on the bo- bottom row we have <laughs> oh. <laughs> you just like go all the way up but anyways um so yeah quality time is my second I think mm-hmm. quality time and physical touch they don't like flip-flop but quality time is my platonic one mm. and physical touch is my romantic one I think 
Um, so it was like foot flop at the top. And I think it's like giving and receiving because quality time, I feel like the giving goes with the receiving and you're just like, that one's easy, but like the physical touch, like giving and receiving. Um, but yeah, so quality time is definitely my top, like platonic one. I really like quality time to me though means like you're not on your phone oh we're like oh my god I would get so I think I made a conscious effort a couple of years ago I think on the tail end of my college relationship Mm -hmm. to like not have my phone out because I'm like if you're here with me like it's not quality time if you're talking to like other people right while we're hanging out like I don't care in what context it is like we're gonna go get dinner and you wanted to go get dinner with me don't bring along your five best friends in your group chat like I don't know talk to them after unless they're also like like if we're both like looking at something or whatever but I literally hate like going to a restaurant and looking around and seeing like these couples or these friends just literally on their phones, like not talking to each other. Cause that's another big thing is like, I feel like I'm not on my socials too much. And so if other people are on their phones, I'm usually like the last one to get on mine or the one to like put mine away for first or just like not rip it out and just literally be standing there awkwardly Mm -hmm. while everyone else is like, like nose to phone so yeah that's a big like caveat I guess um but yeah quality time is definitely the big one because I love like when people are like yeah I'm gonna set aside to hang out with with you because like I prioritize you I love you platonically or not but we're thinking like in the platonic sense with this like you know it just it means a lot Mm -hmm. um and then romantic one is definitely physical touch that one's just kind of self-explanatory and I think it's because of the whole like level of intimacy thing Mm -hmm. um that plays like a big part into it so those are mine (laughs) I think I don't know I think it's so Maybe we're just weird. I don't know. No, not really. But um, with the physical touch thing, like, I feel like I saw it happen more with friends in college. We have talked about this with um, saying I love you to friends. I feel like along with saying that more often to friends also came more physical touch with friends. Like, mm-hmm. okay, um, I can see that. At least for me, college friends, like, that was a thing. High school friends and younger, like, no. Yeah. Uh, like, we didn't say love you bye on the phone. Right. Me and you still don't. I mean, because we're not used to it. That's not what we <laughs> Which is did. so weird because I say it to, like, almost <laughs> everyone else. Like, <laughs> it's fine. That's funny. Um, 
like, I mean, we don't hug each other when we see each other, but I hug Hannah whenever I see her because we've always done that. Yeah. And obviously it just depends because, like, how life cycles through and stuff is probably how right. friendships get moved around and interacted with um, yeah. with those love languages. But I don't know. I don't understand why that change happened in college unless it was, like, a generational thing or a – I don't know if it's an age thing or if it's just that it became more popular to do so. Yeah. It also – I think my guess would be it's probably more like a personal age thing because also when you think about it like not that either of us like grew up in like the woodlands from birth but it was like we grew up we were there like for a good amount of time before like I guess going to college whatever but like we were around each other a lot Mm -hmm. and like that friendship I guess wasn't going anywhere we had a lot of time to kind of like grow it and stuff Uh, but when you go into college like everybody knows that's like four years not like four years crunch time let's go but like (laughs) like it's four years and I think it just has like the association that like you get a lot closer to people in a much shorter amount of time yeah so that makes me think like for Nicole for example like she lives in Dallas she doesn't live anywhere like close to Houston she's like I don't see her a lot over the summers whatnot so it's like on the phone I feel like she's a bad example I don't know if I I don't think we say love you I don't think we hug anyways (laughs) Grace and I do though but um for like Nicole and Grace like both of them were like out of the way I don't see them over the summers whatnot so it would always be like I feel like a stronger bond yeah like happening quicker so maybe not like we force ourselves to hug those people and to like say like love you and whatnot but like it might just be like in the back of our heads like yeah getting close to that person really really fast you just like associate the physical like hug or like hey love you right with that so just take down some of those walls earlier yeah because like like, you're all vulnerable all vulnerable freshman year of college like oh for sure you already know you're looking at another hot mess and it's fine yeah facts I also wonder like because we met each other before we got into high school and before we got into relationships yeah I thought about that too so I'm wondering if like because you know after you like like once you get into a relationship I think you get a lot more comfortable saying like like telling the person that you love them and like you get more of that like physical intimacy romantically Mm -hmm. and like so then I guess that kind of like us becoming friends before then it's like yeah we didn't hug because like we didn't hug anybody why would we yeah (laughs) like we didn't say love you because like why would we yeah that was reserved for family right so I guess that like until relationships enter the picture then you're kind of like oh like I can say this to people like who aren't my family you're like it's normal like I feel those 
platonic emotions. Yeah. You know? So yeah. So maybe developmental type. Yeah. Okay. Um developmental I feel- and circumstantial. I've been seeing which this could be like exposure to everything that these kids have. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of like just friends in the hallway sometimes, which I've never seen any romantic happenings in the hallways <laughs> yet. Yet, um, <laughs> heard about it, but I haven't seen oh, it. God, but I have seen like friends hug each other before going to class, and I'm like, yeah. We didn't do all that. Well, like, that wasn't a normal thing, but I guess right. when, I don't know. So, like, social media, like, it's been normalized to say love you to your friends or yeah, whatever it is. I think there's just all this exposure to it's normal to have emotions. Yeah. Um, especially platonic ones. Yeah. But, because you also know, like, I'm not going to say the generational gap is closing because I don't think generational is the right mm. word, but like people are like kids who are like in junior high and like in those like early preteen teen years are, are a lot more connected to like people our age and like even people like further up into their 20s in a way that like we weren't and I think that kind of very much just goes back to what you're saying about like socials and whatnot but yeah just that connection I I agree I definitely feel like it uh, impacted it so I want to read a book about this now love languages yeah I wonder yeah. if there's I know there's really good ones about um the nine what are they? The numbers? I can't that think. Oh. Enneagram? Thank you. Um, so I bet there is one on love languages. That I wonder if those things tie together. Like, I wonder if mm. your preferred love languages, like, are associated with a certain Enneagram or a certain, um, like, is Myers-Briggs the one that's, like, I-N-T? Uh, yes, but I don't know anything about that one. Okay. I know a little bit. Um, that one's really interesting. But yeah. Those letters always confusing. I know yeah. for... Because they've tried to connect the Zodiac with the Enneagram. However, belief is, systems are a little harsh with that one. Yeah. Like, that comparison is a little harder because of different beliefs um but I bet there's a love language one to Enneagram I'm an Enneagram nine yeah I'm a one (laughs) but I'm like yeah well also here's the thing like you choose your love like you don't choose your zodiac but like you choose your love language you choose your Enneagram you choose like do you choose it they're all not choose consciously but like their personality associated Mm. right so I feel like those are more likely to have a stronger correlation than your zodiac which Mm. there is some weird like I don't understand how that's correlated because it's weird it's something psychological and scientific behind it but it's weird um but like that one I guess isn't I feel like the other ones are much more like personality based so like I'm a yeah 
So like I'm a one wing two Enneagram and like the twos are like super nurturing, Mm. I guess. So like maybe that could tie more into the physical touch. Yeah. But then the ones are like super freaking type A. Um, Because I'm in, I think, because it goes like either nine wing one, nine wing eight, right? Yeah. Your wing has to be like next to your thing. Would you say you're wing but one? I'm nine, wing one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't think you're an eight. Like a wing eight. No, no. no Eights no. would be crazy. Um, eights and threes. They'd be wild in sometimes. Um when you go through that too. Yeah. I'm I There's think I kinda wanna retake my test too because see if it's like, changed. Yeah, because I I know the two part is definitely for sure, but I'm wondering if I change from like a one wing two to like a two wing three or a two wing one, you know? Oh, interesting. These are very much like, I think they're called like the achievers or whatever. Mm. And so they're like the get after it ones. You see a lot of those people in like STEM majors um, and like a lot of them's people too like Cassie's a three I think um my mom is a two oh wait interesting I'd love to get into that we need to get Um, into that soon yeah um maybe next episode though is with Lance (gasps) is that frat weekend yes (gasps) yay Um, yeah guest star next podcast um yeah and then maybe after that we can get into enneagrams it'll give us some time to work out our quizzes and work out yeah. our research. research personality test Whoa. Uh, yeah we'll have a guest star next time um did you have anything else to wrap up our love languages topic um i don't think so i just i guess by like I don't know. I think there's an approach to it too, where it's like some people have love languages that they're like, oh no, I don't like this. And then other people are like, I love all of them. Mm -hmm. So I guess there's no like right or wrong or like whatnot with them. But I really do want to know like how they can change, why they change, all of that stuff. So I feel like you're also. I don't know if you disliked any of them, but I think yours were a little bit more like distinct from each other and like distant from each other than mine. I feel like mine just get muddled together sometimes, like a lot more. um, Maybe we'll have a part two. Honestly, I'd be down 1000%, but I need to read a book on this first. Yes. We'll circle back. Take her uh, back. Uh, research. Um, yeah. But we'll see. We'll get into it. Uh, hope y'all enjoyed. Um, if you didn't, uh, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. But thanks. If you didn't all. enjoy your week still. Yes. Have a good week. Have a good life. <laughs> Ciao. Bye. Adios. Peace out. Oh, peace up. Eight. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.